You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I Yield to No One, Steve, and Sid. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 414. I'm your host, Jacob Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that I wish would fix his Skype, Alex. New Year, same old Skype. He brings you awesome, I yield to no one. See, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's not me anymore. <laughs> it was you for so long. It was me for so long. Anyway, so how have you guys been? I missed last week. So what was it? An energetic show or last episode? We all missed last week, but I, I missed it. Uh, yes, uh, CJ shit on Daryl a lot, which is always a good thing. It's always that's always a fun time. Yes, uh, it was a good show. I I, I saw I saw that I I'm Alex and I are getting Wolf Among Us too. Yes, that's a good thing. The world um, is getting. Wolf Among Us too. We should all be happy for that. Well, that's true. That's true. We are all happy, but but you and I are really happy about that. But well, we don't have it in the agenda. But the news I know about that is that there is they're starting over from scratch. So everything that was done before with the old Telltale is totally being redone. They're no longer using the the same engine they always use. Now they're moving on to the Unreal Engine, I believe. Okay. So, but all the same voice actors are back. I did see that, which I, well, I mean, I saw that Snow and Bigby was back. Well, that's all we know right now. So, that's good. All right. Oh, so everybody have a good Christmas? Oh, yeah, not bad. I mean, I didn't get as much video game stuff as I would, what I would have liked, but that's cool. I got some good Uh, movies. Uh, Alex? I mean, yeah, it was a quiet Christmas and mostly filled with me playing video games, Crash Team Racing, but uh, didn't get didn't get a whole lot of new video games. Got some money, got some cash that I could buy some things with. I did buy the Nightmare Before Christmas edition of Munchkin, which is, if you don't know, it's a tabletop board game, which is really fun. But yeah, not much. There was a whole lot of gaming going on on Christmas, but not any like new games that I got. Okay. Yeah, my Christmas... Sorry. Listeners, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day, and I'm eating chicken rings from White House right now with cheese sauce. Cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. So, how was your Christmas? It was all right. I worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, with uh, New Year's coming up, you'll be about to be working a lot more. No, well, he don't work New Year's. Well, ironic thing, Yield. Yeah. Last year, I wound up actually working New Year's for the first time. Really? Yes. Oh, I should look for uh, you then. Well, you wouldn't have found me because here's a funny story. Uh, they sent us to work, and I was working the 4 p.m. to midnight shift. Okay. But they told us right off the start, nobody's getting off at midnight because there ain't no way in hell we're all getting off work before the ball even drops. So they said, you're, gonna, you're definitely going to do overtime. I said, no problem. So they put me in a pickup truck 
which is a block south and a block I say west of Times Square. Okay. So I'm like totally out of the action, but I can totally see the action. Like I can even see the ball drop. Uh and I'm sitting in the truck. I had my uh, you know my games case, so I was sitting there playing PlayStation all night. There was really no reason for me to be sitting there, but hey, if they're going to pay me to sit there and pay me double time for it, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah. So, I, I'd say, I, you know, I started working about 4 o'clock. By the time we got out to the location, it was like 5.30. About 6.15, a chief, uh, a sanitation chief, parks in front of me, says, hi, how you doing? You know, blah, 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 blah. Compliments me on, you know, bringing something to entertain myself, you know, because normally, you know, they frown about that, like, you're not allowed to listen to the radio. You're not allowed to listen. You, you're not allowed to read a book. You have to pay attention. Like, there was really nothing for me to do, but this chief was cool. And he takes off. And midnight comes around, and my order was to stay where I was until I got relieved. They gave me no radio, no nothing. So I sat there. Midnight comes. Nobody's there. One o'clock comes. Nobody's there. Two o'clock comes. Nobody's there. Three o'clock comes. Nobody comes there. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock. Nobody's there. Until the chief that parked in front of me happened to be, you know, got dropped off back to his car. And he comes over to me and goes, why are you still here? I said, my order was to stay here until I got relieved and nobody ever relieved me. He goes, you're relieved. Go back to the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Because apparently I was supposed to go in at 2 o'clock. And the call went out over the radio, but I didn't have a radio. <laughs> nice. So when it all boiled down to it, I got a 17-hour holiday at double time. Cha-ching! Yeah. And I didn't have to go clean up anything. I just sat in a truck and played video games the whole time. Well, that's what you always that's do in work. Just sit there and play video games. Hey, 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 easy with that, Alex. I want anybody to know my secrets. I'm pretty sure everyone watches you do it. No, because I'm normally by myself. But this year, I'm actually working New Year's Day uh, in the morning, so. Can't, ah. you can't, can't turn down double time and a half. I was going to say, how are you going to keep, how are you going to stop yourself from cleaning stuff up? Because, I mean. That's going to be one huge party in New York, and there's going to be shit everywhere. Right, but I've ever, I've never actually worked Times Square, except for last year, which technically I worked Times Square, but I didn't work Times Square. I wasn't near it. No, it was near it, but it wasn't near it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, but I'm sure that so. people just don't throw trash about and party in Times Square. There's parties all over the city. While it may be concentrated in Times Square, there's got to be shit everywhere. Yeah, but I don't deal with that. What, what do you get paid to do? I don't understand how someone uh, who works for New York City Sanitation on New Year's Day doesn't clean up a bunch of stuff that other people threw out the night before. See, it's called seniority, and I get the security spots. Ah, gotta love seniority. And I can retire in six and a half years with a good-ass pension. You gonna retire in six and a half years? Absolutely, I'm getting the fuck out of New York. Oh, where are you going? Back to Virginia? Probably. No, so you can come up here to Ohio. Yeah, or I can uh, move to Ohio and harass you, because apparently there's a nice house out there that's probably about 
six times the size of my apartment for less than what I'm paying rent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so. I mean, you, you pay more rent than what I pay on a house payment. Look, if you live in a big city in, you know, California or you live in, you know, uh, Hawaii or you live in New York, you expect to pay a lot of money for real estate. Like, there's no way around that. No one walks into that blindfolded and surprised. Of course. But I actually do live in the cheapest borough of New York, and I'm still paying out my ass. <coughs> all right. So now that we've done all this, uh, a blurger, I can't even say that word. We've done all this conversation. Obligatory. Let's actually get in. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get into the show. Uh, updated trophy counts. I am level 54. Total trophies of 12,747 with 229 platinums. Is that accurate? I thought I hit 230. I, it was a like I said in the chat. It was accurate as of sending the email. So if you hadn't updated, no, I thought I had two hundred thirty like two weeks ago. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I went to the PlayStation app, and that's what it said you're at. You, nope, you're right. Uh, Alex, what are your trophies? Oh. Jesus. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Wait, that's, that's Daryl's trophies. No, not my bad. No, no, no. No, no, no. See, that already got me the first time that's getting taken out of the show. What are your actual trophies? You're going to have to tell me. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Hold on a second. You are killing me. Nope. <laughs> killing me. Alex, you are level 31. Total trophies of 6,924 with 102 platinums. Yield? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, I fucking hate you. <laughs> well, I don't have to do Daryl's this week. Alex already beat me to it. So I'm, I'm going to... That, that, that got taken out of the show, so... Did it? I thought you left it in because it was so awesome. No, I'm not going to get fooled oh, by the same trick twice. Oh, you mean Alex is getting taken out because he didn't fool you. Right, Alex's turn are trying to do that ain't going to work. Okay, I got you. So I'm a level 28, the trophy count of 5924, and a platinum count of 92. Uh, and Sid is level 40 with total trophies of 9,377 with 170 platinums. Uh, let's get into what we're playing, gentlemen. Uh, you going first? I don't, uh, I'll let you go first, Yield. Okay, so I've been playing, I fired up some Just Cause 4 because I was, pl I was playing it at a buddy's house and he got a... Uh, completed a holiday challenge. So I was looking up and come to find out Square Enix just released a, basically a, a free uh, holiday themed wingsuit and parachute. So I wanted to get it. So I fired up Just Cause 4, played enough to get through the tutorial so I would unlock it, and then that's about it. Uh, I've played some Monster Energy Supercross so that game is, it's not bad. I need I need to get used to it. But I think I, I, I would enjoy it. Uh, I've been playing some Jedi, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Been playing some World of Warships. Been playing some Rocket League, doing the Frosty Feasts. Frosty and Fest. I, Frosty yeah, Fest, Yeah, you sorry. got until January 7th to get everything you want to get. 
I'm, I'm not doing too bad. I've got about half of, of what I was. I got the most important things first. I'm about halfway there. And then, um, playing the one game I got for Christmas, which was uh, um, Medieval. Or Medieval, however you want to say it. I don't, I say Medieval, but. Medieval sounds good to so, me. So that's what I've been playing. How is uh, Fallen Order? I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, I'm enjoying the cinematics and I'm enjoying the story so far. Um, I'm not necessarily Jones on the combat yet, and I think that's because I'm just playing the game wrong. I'm, I'm not playing it. I'm still kind of playing it as from the Forced Unleashed, where you can kind of spam buttons and you've got a certain set of force powers from the get-go. This story sets up, you got to kind of unlock your force powers, and I won't say relearn them, but you don't start off with a whole set of force powers. So you only get certain ones as you go through the game, and it's it, for some reason it's messing up my combat. Isn't it, doesn't the combat kind of take that, some notes it. from something like, say, uh, Dark Souls? Like, I heard it was it was like a harder style combat like that. Yeah, it is, because I started off playing on... Uh, I think there was a le- level above Jedi, but anyway, I was playing. I was playing with the one where everything was equal. Your your parry ability was equal to the aggressiveness uh, aggressiveness of the enemies. To I forget what the last difficulty or uh, parameter was, but there were three parameters, and they were all fifty percent. We'll say. So I played that one. I'm a competent gamer. I should be able to do this. I found myself getting frustrated by the fact that I would handle some enemies okay, and then the other ones were just wiping me off the map. So I kicked it down a difficulty, and then now, unfortunately, it's it's just kicking it down one difficulty. Now I'm mowing through everybody. So, so. basically, it's there's not like it's like a sharp drop off to where you want it to be like. Difficult and challenging, but not, like, too difficult to where you can't win. But then you also don't want it to be too easy to where you're just be- you're just running roughshed over everything. But there's, there's just, not yeah. that middle ground in the difficulties. No, there was, at least not for me, there wasn't. You know, I, I, I was making headway on, uh, we'll say there's four, diff- on the third highest difficulty. But I was getting really frustrated. I mean, almost to the point where, you know, you kind of, I wanted to snap my controller because I just... I wasn't doing what I needed to do, and it was frustrating me. So instead of just you having that diminish the value of the game to me, I kicked it down a level because there's no level, there's no difficulty trophies. You know, it's just play the game. Oh, and like the okay. trophies, like how many trophies does the game have? Like forty five, like forty five around fifty, something like that. Yeah. And and so I was like, okay, I'll just kick it down a level, and I'll enjoy the game. And then, unfortunately, God, I must just, have heard that cry ten thousand times. It just got really, it got more easy. But it is what it is. I'm, I'm enjoying the game. Yeah, I mean, people say it's, or at least the, the, the commercials would have you believe it's the best Star Wars game ever. 
That's what people are saying. I haven't gotten to the point yet where I want to put that stamp on it, but it is really good. I mean, after all that Star Wars has been through under the EA umbrella, the fact that, you know, Visceral got shut down over a Star Wars game and Amy Hennig kind of uh, lost her career path as far as, like, the Star like, you know, contributing to a Star Wars game goes. Uh, it's nice to hear that they actually made something positive out of all that negative press. Yeah. So, so, I don't think this was the Amy Hennig game, though. No, it's I not. Think, but no, no, no. The okay. Amy Hennig game got scrapped. Right, right. That's what I. I'm sorry. I was half listening for a second. I, I thought you said this was the Amy. No, Hennig this game. is what came no, no, out. No. Like, in in like in lieu of what Visceral and what Amy Hennig were making, because Visceral was making a game on based on a smuggler. Yeah. Yes. Which would have been so cool. All right, uh, Alex. What have you been playing? Well, I've been playing some of the Frosty Fest, as Yield has, in Rocket League, and I've pretty much got everything I want out of that. So I got, like, five items plus one of the, the rare crates, so... Oh, Yield, have you been earning blueprints in the game? I have gotten a few. Which, I mean, it's really nice. Nothing. The blueprints, if you don't know, they replaced the crates, where the crates, when you open them, you would get a random item. Now, with the blueprints, it tells you exactly what um, you're getting out of it, which is really nice, because, you know, there are a few times I, do I like open that. crates, now, and I was like, oh, there's a really cool couple items in there, I wish I could get them, and I got some crap items. So the fact that you can open a blueprint you? or, you know, build something based on a blueprint and know exactly what you're going to get is really nice. It's kind of a workaround for, like, the whole controversy surrounding loot boxes, so. It is. Did you have any leftover crates when they switched over? I I had a bunch, yeah, but, I mean, at this point, like, I, I mean, I don't even know, like, how I'm supposed to accrue the the coinage, I guess I would say, to, to make the blueprints, to build the blueprints. Okay. So, so, to do that, you can do one of two things. You can do the premium, you can get the rocket pass, and in, on certain tiers of the rocket pass, they give you 100 credits. Or you can just straight buy the credits off the store with real-world money. Out of all the crates I had left over, because I had a bunch of crates left over, and I opened, I, I, you know, looked at all the blueprints that I got. I got, I've got two car bodies that I can build. The only real one I want to spend is I got a Christmas goal explosion, which is really cool. But to build it, it's five bucks. That's steep. That's that's yeah. That's the only downside. It's like ooh, it, I five bucks for a goal explosion. That's kind yeah, of yeah. And when like I paid I, I, I did, yeah. for the Ecto one plus the Slimer topper and the Stay Puffed goal explosion, which I don't know how you can get much better than that. Yeah, I'm like I'll give you two bucks, maybe three for a goal explosion, but five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. And aside from Rocket League, just Crash Team Racing as part of the Winter Festival, which. As it turns out, not as good as the Spooky Grand Prix, but uh, the Winter Festival Grand Prix is probably the second best Grand Prix that Grand Prix that they've released for Crash Team Racing. And uh, there's apparently going to be more coming. The Rustlands DLC coming in 2020, so they're still pumping out Grand Prix next year, which is incredible. That's good. All right, and I have been playing. It doesn't matter what you've been playing. Uh, Lego Incredibles. How is that? Uh, I like it. Okay. Uh, trophies are a little different from the other Lego games. Uh, you actually have to do a certain thing within each of the main missions. So it's not as just simple as go through, get all, you know, get your, your 
bit meter filled, find all the gold bricks and all that stuff. You actually have to do something, uh, so that's pretty good. Did you see the teaser trailer for the new Lego Star Wars game? Uh, back when it was announced. I think they did another one. But anyway, I'm looking forward to that one. I mean, how I, uh, I don't know how you can really get super excited for a Lego game at this point. We've had like 184 of them. It's Star Wars. Yeah, we've had like, uh, like what, 10 Star Wars Legos games? Yeah. Why are you hating on it? Because, like like I said, like the Lego games at this point, like I can understand how people can like individual Lego games because they like the property. But they're Lego games, man. It's like at the end of like Telltale's like adventure games when we were just like, man, this, this formula is getting old. Like how do Lego games continue to excite people at this point? The property. Because it's Star Wars. Yeah, because it's Star Wars, man. If you want to play Star Wars, get Fallen Order. It's really good, apparently. Uh, Not really. But it's not Lego. Like, have you played it? You you say that because of the giant-ass spider. Exactly. Which Steven ruined. And then you shit on Steven. Well, why didn't I mention his trophies this week? Because I don't like him anymore. Are you all in a tiff? Are you all having a fight? No, we're good. I'm okay, sorry. anyway, what else have you been playing besides Lego Incredibles? Uh, now I'm afraid to say because uh, Alex is just going to shit on me. What, have you been playing Fallen Order? Well, you know no, what, Tricky? If you're not going to give me credit for being a sly son of a bitch, oh. then I'm not going to give you credit for playing a Lego game. You haven't seen what Lego, I've done, have you? Lego DC Supervillas. Bleh. See what you've done? God, that's so boring. <laughs> I played, I played like a Lego Batman. Was it Lego Batman two or three, um, where they like went into space and they added all the the supervillains and everything? Like, I liked the first Lego Batman, but God, that one in space with all the villains. Like you would think adding a bunch of the villains would be fun, but it just is like so tiresome and so tedious to unlock everything and do everything. Uh, with the Lego Incredibles, they kind of changed up the way they do it, and I like. I, the changes are good. Uh, I I really only done the first level of Super Villains, so I can't really speak on it yet. Uh, but it does seem like the changes they made in the Incredibles, they moved over to DC Super Villains. So, uh, and I restarted Uncharted Two: Among Thieves, the remastered. I'm gonna go and get that platinum. Did you get Drake's Fortune remastered? No, because the problem with Drake's Fortune. Is I keep getting an error, uh, and the game's crashing. And then when you research the error, it tells you that in order to fix the error, you have to delete the game and reinstall it, which I did it. If that doesn't work, uh, the main cause of that error is because you changed the hard drive in your PlayStation 4. Yeah, which everybody, just about everybody does. Right, and the only way to fix it is to put the original hard drive that the game was installed on back into the PS4. Also, like, if I was to buy it, it wouldn't bother me because I haven't installed it on a different hard drive. Right. Oh, okay. So I'm good if I ever go get that. So I don't know which hard drive it was. And, like, I downloaded it on another PlayStation 4 and I was getting the same error. That's retarded. Uh, Okay, that's stupid. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, so I think the only way that I'd be able to solve it is when I was Googling it is to say that I have to go get a hard, physical copy of the game and play it off the disc. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, but the other two games aren't affected. Only Uncharted, the first one's affected, and I don't know why. That's really silly. Yep. Uh, so, and that's it. That's all I've really been playing. Other than Rock Band 4, Yield. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I told you, I had a lot of stuff to get through. That's all my thing. I've been playing Rocket League. I still haven't jumped into ships yet. And I've got uh, Rock Band to dive into. So, it's on the agenda, man. Yield has a list well, of at I'm, least 45 uh, games to play. Give him a break. Thank you. Well, I'm going to put this out to you guys, and I can cut this from the show. Have you guys seen the movement between the Loot Bros podcast and the GameStuff podcast? The movement? Okay, no. They are proposing the uh, backlog beatdown, in which there's a friendly competition for the year, in which uh, the the goal is to tackle your backlog. If, from what I understand of the rules, which um, are very vague right now, well, that's uh, how that's how the trophy war was too. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a, uh, a post about this. Uh, here we go. For 2020, we're teaming up with the Game Stuff Podcast for the Backlog Beatdown. This is a friendly competition to help all of us reduce our backlog. Here are the rules. Everyone starts at zero. Every game you beat is plus one. Every game you 100%, which is the Platinum... Uh, or the achievements is one point. You can obtain two points by both beating the game and 100%. For every game you buy is negative one point. This includes pre-orders for 2020. And free games from services don't count as negatives, like from if you get a game from Xbox Live, PSN, or Twitch Prime. Well, see, that don't do me no good, because I do plan on buying games this year. Right, but this they uh, they want uh, Daryl and Kali want us to com- uh, compete, and you know it's up to you guys if you want to compete or not. I don't have a problem with that, but you are we we are going to lose negative points because there are a handful of games that I'm already planning on buying this year. Well, that's well, that's fine, but uh, the the purpose of this is to tackle your backlog. What if we and don't have a backlog? Like I legit don't considered- have a backlog. What's you don't have any games that you haven't played. Nope, yet. not not that I really want to play. What what would be considered a backlog? Anything made in twenty nineteen back? Anything that you've bought and have not beaten yet? No, I don't have. Oh, well, I guess well, Super Mario Odyssey. Like I bought it, and but I more bought that for the kids to play, not for really me to play. Well, you know, I haven't beat uh, Medieval yet, so that could count. I could, that counts. I could, I, I could work this out to not beat it by four days. I'm working on it right now. Uh, see, but I had to put a caveat in there for me. Because for in order for me to compete, there there had to be an, an exception to the rule. Because the it says every game you buy is negative one point. Uh, and this counts for pre-orders for 2020. And then he says free games from services don't count as negatives. The problem is, is I get sent codes all the time. So technically, if I get a code 
I'm negative one point whether I play it or not. Because I have the game now. I suggested the rule, which is being under consideration from Daryl, is let's change the rule that says free games from the services don't count as negatives. Because, and I want to change that to, if you get the game, that's one thing, because somebody's giving you that game. But if you start playing one of the free games, you get a negative one. I don't know if I want to get roped up in one of these other these competitions again. I'd rather just watch from the sidelines as they duke it out. Well, I'm going to win. Because all I got to do is just buy a bunch of visual novels. And every visual novel game I get, I get plus two. Haven't you played <laughs> enough visual novel games? Like, 184 Not of your platinums to... have come from visual novel games. Not when it comes to a competition, Alex. You're feeling the the competitive bone in my body. How much? How much See, is I've, too many I've, visual novels? Nine thousand, ten thousand, ten thousand ten. Nah, once I pass CJ in platinums. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, you said the same thing about Sid. I did, but he he's he's like six. 700, oh, not 700. He's 600 plus platinums ahead well, of you. Well, to be fair, it, 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 Sid also stopped trophy whoring. Okay, but you also said the same thing about you. You said the same thing about uh, Donnie. You said the same thing about Daryl. Then you said the same thing about Sid. Like, you, you, at some point, you figure it would kick into your head, stop challenging me because I'm going to b- surpass it. No, I, I, I would like to see you. The only... I, I, this, I'll say the same thing with CJ. The only way you're going to catch CJ is if he stops. Not really. Not really. Because he's, right. he's playing the same visual novels you are. Yes, but I can I can knock them out at a faster rate than he can. Uh, I he, can knock out five for every one he does. Well, all right, you know what? I'm throwing the gauntlet down. All right, and what happens when I finally pass CJ? Nothing. You'll get a slap on the back and an attaboy. <laughs> and you'll stop giving me shit about all my platinums? No, I'll still give you shit about all your platinums, but I, I there, there would be nobody else in, in the group for me to be like, yeah, you're not beating that person. So I'd have to be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're the top dog. All right, so, Alex, i got to ask you a question before we actually move on to our topics because the concerns are uh, official, unofficial deal about you giving me shit about platinums yeah uh vanquish we we it's been confirmed that's coming out there is a rumor that there's only one platinum with the package because it's being packaged with bayonetta that in order to get that platinum you have to get all of the trophies in Vanquish and all the trophies in bayonetta and it will pop one single platinum you want, you want, you want to something don't, because you won't right. ever get that platinum. Well, my my question to you is, if I go in and play the PlayStation 4 version and I knock out all of the Vanquish trophies, not popping the plaque because the plaque won't pop, but if I knock out all the Vanquish, do we, do you still honor the agreement that you won't give me shit about platinum Well, I need anymore? to see the platinum, like the, the trophies that are in Vanquish. Like, I, I have to see which well, trophies they have. Okay, we're assuming they are the same ones as the PS3 version. 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem giving you credit for that if you got all of the trophies from Vanquish if they were all the same um, trophies from the PS3 version and the tactical challenges were present and not neutered. See, that's the thing. The game itself isn't hard. It's the tactical challenges. That's the hang-up. Okay. Also, I will say that Vanquish... And, here, and here's the thing about that Platinum. As hard as it is to get the Vanquish Platinum, like, I think Bayonetta is... Like, insanely hard, too. Like, because the difficulty, like, this, getting through the story mode on Vanquish on the hardest difficulty isn't hard. It may be challenging in parts, but it's not hard. Bayonetta is hard as fuck on Umbran Witch. It is fucking hard. I couldn't even get through the first level. So, if you're going to get that platinum, uh, it's, it's going to be a fucking <laughs> stiff challenge. Alright, well, we'll have to see when the uh, the list comes out. All right, let's move on to our topics. Uh, DualShock 4 back button peripheral adds two new buttons to the PlayStation 4 controller. Uh, have you guys seen this? Yes, I saw the little video attached to it. Okay. Uh, Sony has announced a new peripheral for the PlayStation 4, the DualShock 4 back button attachment. The device is going to add two new buttons to the controller by clipping into the rear, onto the rear of the DualShock 4, plug it into the jack traditionally used for headphones. These buttons can be assigned to replicate the function of any other button on the controller. So, for example, if you rather tap the hard-to-reach triangle with your grip fingers rather than your thumb, then you can assign triangle to one of the back buttons. This means the back button attachment works akin to the paddles on the back of the Xbox One Elite controller or the variety of third-party pro controllers from companies such as Scuff. Between the two buttons themselves is an OLED screen that provides real-time information about the commands the buttons are currently programmed to do. Sony explained that the PlayStation blog that the buttons can be reassigned on the fly using a dedicated remap button, and the device will be available into the United States and Canada on January 23rd, in Europe on February 14th, and it's retailing at $30 US. Uh... Yil, since you actually saw this, I'm going to give uh, Alex a little time to look it up real quick. Is this something you might be interested in? You know, I I don't really know why they're doing it this late in the cycle. I mean, I guess for people who like pro controllers, it would be really cool. I'm fine with it. I, I adapt to how I need to hit the buttons. I think that it would mess me up more than it would do me good. Well, let me uh, let me throw this at you. This is not confirmed. This is just been a rumor I've seen moving around. Okay. The rumor is is that they're releasing this back button attachment for the DualShock 4 to get you ready for what the DualShock 5 is going to do. You know, as I was pulling up for the articles for night, I did see something about that. And I'm like, well, then that would make sense. But I'm not spending another $30 with just half of a controller to put an attachment on the back of my current controller. I'll just wait until the 5 comes out, and when I pick it up, I'll learn to to have to play with two new buttons, like I did when we went from the DualShock 1 to the DualShock 2. And Alex, what do you think? I want to make this very clear right now. I don't give a shit about controllers. I don't care. Boom. Simple yeah, enough? I know. I mean, the only thing that I care is that it, whether I'm paying too much or not enough for a controller. I mean, does it fit in my hand nicely? Yeah, I kind of care. But otherwise, like, controller news doesn't move the needle for me. I just don't care. 
All right, I to, to speak on this, I like the back buttons. I actually have the uh, Scuff Fantasy controller, which is the um, PlayStation uh, sponsored one, I guess. I sponsored might might not be the right word, but um, I, I like it. I like the back buttons. I when I play in the division, um, I remapped because uh, the Scuff controller has four buttons on the back. I remapped two of them to uh, mirror the L1 and R1, which helps me get my skills out. So, I like it. Well, like I said, I, for, some, for some people, it's probably very handy. I, I just, I get used, used, I get used to how a controller and a, and a setup is. You know, this is how the developer says what they feel that you should play the game at, and that's what I do. I don't, I don't remap buttons because then it just messes me up. Okay, and, but but that's just me. All right. Uh, next story we have: Hideo Kojima is working, hinting at his next project. After shipping Death Stranding in November, director Hideo Kojima isn't taking much time off. Is ready hard at work on his next concept. A recent tweet by Kojima indicates that he's already starting on his next project, but doesn't offer many clues about what it could be. In the tweet, uh, Kojima said he was working on the next concept concept while no one was in the office. Alongside his tweet, he also posted a picture of his desk, which shows a MacBook, a rubber duck, a cast of Roman, Norman Reese's head, and some other oddities. Uh, I... I we all we obviously know Kojima's gonna make another game. Death Stranding too. Well, my, yeah. qu- my question to you guys is should developers uh be you know after they ship a game, should they take time off before they work on the next project or do you just expect them just to go from one project right into the next? If it were me it depend- I would take some time off. Like I think they've earned that after working on that project for so long. But also I'm not going to tell Hideo Kojima how to spend his time. So if he wants to jump to another project, if that's how he wants to live his life, then fair enough. But for me personally, I would I would say, hey, take a break. You know, you, you earned some rest. You know, take a vacation. Don't just jump into the next, you know, crunch. Yield? No, I, Alex pretty much said it. I mean, you, you would think after working on a game like as long as you as long as developers do, you know what, I'm going to take couple months off and chill for before we dive into the next one but kojima likes to troll people every chance he gets so yes he does so this could be just another kojima troll just to keep his name out there hey look what i'm doing and i'm not doing anything (laughs) all right next bit of news playstation 5 will have 3d audio you guys interested at all about this I was even after I read the article, I was still kind of confused what 3D audio is, but it just sounded interesting. I didn't know there was such a thing as 3D audio. You, you being the tech guy, could probably explain it to me better. I can, I can explain it in three words. Yeah, better surround sound. See, and that's kind of what I figured it would be from 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 what I read in the article. It, it just it just sounded like it would just be better of you could hear where people were coming from and all that stuff the bullets flying by your head and yeah it just basically it's you know it's 
I mean, all three of us just all we've all seen Star Wars. Did we? Did you guys see it with Adobe uh, Ultimus? Or do you remember? Wait, no, say that again. I, I don't remember what the uh, the sound <laughs> oh. tech was at the movie theater. Well, I was just like, well, "Good okay. lord, that's thirty to forty minutes of previews." Can we please get on with this movie? Uh, you you definitely would have noticed because they they have two to three uh, videos saying it's basically you know make <sighs> okay forget forget Star Wars reference. 3D audio just basically means you can see it from the top to bottom. You can hear something above you, below you. It's just an all-around better Okay, well, sound. when before the movie started, they did show pictures of, you know, new sound tech, like, on the, the, on the roof of the building or, like, the at the top and on the sides. So I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Yes. It's, it's basically so you could just hear everything around you. That's all it really is. All huh. right. Okay. Uh, next bit of news: Sucker Punch is giving out a free Ghost of Tsushima dynamic theme. Uh, I hope you have your pen and paper ready. I'm trying to stall just a little bit so you can guys either get your phones out so you can type this in, or you could pause the show right now. There's different codes for different regions. Yeah, I put this in there because I didn't know. Like somebody posted. On uh, on the PS4, they said, "Hey, free Ghost of Shishima." Thank you. Time won't work. Listen, I I know exactly what you're going through. So they, it said free theme, and it had the had the code. Somebody already thumbed up it, so I'm like, "Oh, somebody claimed it." Okay, I'm not going to worry about it. When I was researching for articles, I saw this come up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's just a." It's it's not a limited code. It's a here's a code for your region. So I didn't know about it. So that's why I kind of put it in there. Maybe I'm not the only one who didn't know about it. All right, here we go. If you live in the Americas, that'd be North and South. The code is B E F B A M M as in Mary, N as in Nancy, R R four F six. If you live in Europe, AU, NZ, Russia, the Middle East, Africa, or India, your code is 38BEG6N8L93A. If you're in Japan, your code is N4TK59NH2LH3. If you live in Korea, your code is E. M as in Mary, 5, 6, N as in Nancy, T, N as in Nancy, C, E, H, X, 8. And if you live in the rest of Asia and I have not called out your region, your code is D, H, L, N as in Nancy, H, A, N as in Nancy, F, F, 6, L, H. All those codes can be redeemed up until January 31st, 2020. That was the Sterling audio right there. Awesome, awesome. Hey, man, I'll take a free thing. So I. All right. For our last topic before we get into our topic of the week, Ubisoft has canceled an unannounced project. Uh, Ubisoft Montreal graphics programmer Luis de Carferro 
tweeted that today a project that they've been working on for the past three years has been canceled. Luckily, this has not resulted in any layoffs at the company. He tweeted out, uh, I just learned that the project I've been working on for the past three years has been canceled. This is tough news because I've been working on all, working with all these people for around seven years, which we, during which you have, we, during which we have shipped both Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs 2. His game was canceled, was never named, according to the LinkedIn profile. They've been working on a, quote, unannounced game for current-gen consoles since 2016. His previous credits include also Splinter Cell Conviction and Sean White Skateboarding. While the name of the project was never revealed, the scope must have been large, as he says that over 200 people were working on the game. However, like I said, there will be no layoffs. Uh, so let's speculate, gentlemen. Alex, I'll start with you. What do you think this could have been? I have no guesses. I don't know. Okay. Yield? See, I'm the same way. I really don't know what Ubisoft was working on. So, I mean... Okay, well, we know it wasn't... I, I, we, I think we, we're, get, we're getting a Splinter Cell game, aren't we? Well, that has not been announced. That would actually be my guess. That would be your guess. See, I was, I thought, I thought we were getting a Splinter Cell game. Otherwise, that would be my guess. Uh, well, we know it's not Watch Dogs Legions. No. Uh, we, know we know it's, we, we know it's not Skull and Bones or Beyond Good and Evil. And we know it's not Rainbow Six Quarantine or Gods of Monsters. No. Um, well, it was unannounced. So, I mean, how are we really supposed to? Well, know? that's what I'm saying. Well. That's the thing is, uh, looking at what this guy previously worked on, uh, which was Splinter Cell Conviction, and the rumor is, is that they were actually making a Splinter Cell game, could this possibly been Splinter Cell, and that's what got canceled, which would really upset me. It's a possibility. I guess you know we'll find out in the next year or two at E3 if anything pops out, pops up. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the, we'll never we'll never actually know what got canceled. No, the good the good news is though that they didn't lay anybody off; that they were able to take all those people and they're able to go work on other projects that the studio is working on. But see, that's gotta suck for three years. You worked on a game, and then all of a sudden, they you go into work one day. And they're like, "Nope, no, we're, we're done. No more. Yeah, take everything that's you've been suck. take everything you were working on and, and just shelve it. We're done. No, that would suck. That would absolutely suck. Now that's not to say that they can't come back to it at a later time. That's but true, still, but still, I three mean, year, three years of your life. I mean, I guess you can't take away the experience that you've gotten to get to this point. But still, I mean, you were working on a game, and you were, uh, you would, you would figure that you were behind it, and oh, we're doing something really cool, and then just to come into work, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we're done." All right. Uh... Let's move into our topic of the week. Yield, you have put in here gaming, uh, Christmas gaming swag, and New Year's gaming resolutions. Yeah. So basically, uh, so basically, like, what what'd you get for what gaming stuff did you get for Christmas? And all right, so we'll start. Uh, we'll start with Alex. What'd you get for Christmas, Alex? Well, I mean, aside from a bunch of money, I mean, n- nothing really. Like, I didn't get any. Uh, well, I, I guess the most gaming thing I got was Yield sent me a PSN card. Which I I will put to good uses every year I do. Thank you, Yield. Well, you're, that's you're very welcome. nice. That's very nice of you. Yeah, well, that's it was. He very does nice he of does you. it every year? If honestly, yeah, yes, I did. Check your texts. I I'm looking at it right now. Check your texts. Christmas Eve. 
I'm looking right now. Yeah, you should look right now. I have no text from Yield. Yes, you do. Yield, send me the picture you sent him. Nope, nope, nope. The last text I got from you was December 15th. Hold on here. Let me go to... Tricky. Tuesday. Nope, it's right there. Tuesday at 10.58 p.m. No, I got nothing, sir. Might want to have to resend that. And it went through. It went to somebody else. It went to another Tricky. No, no, I'm just, I'm just messing with my guy. Yeah, I was gonna say you got it. <laughs> I also, I, I learned, I learned my lesson to not do it over the PSN anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was a, uh, that was, <laughs> that was a fun. That was funny. Merry Christmas! I got your code, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I also got your Christmas card. Thank you very much. Oh, and I, I got yours as well. So thank you. We sent you a Christmas card. Yeah. Got here Christmas Eve. I yield. I have a confession. Yeah, I, I figured you didn't send it. I have no idea that she even sent it. Yeah, I figured it wasn't you. <laughs> Why was it nice? <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> I can take a picture of it and send it to you. Here, this is the card you sent me. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex. Go ahead. Go back. I'm sorry. I mean, no, that was that was pretty much it. Like, I'm you know I'm going to use some of the money that I got for Christmas and birthday for you know gaming stuff, but. I mean, I've been playing the same old games I've been playing for a while now, so. Nothing wrong with that, Alex. Nothing wrong Getting with that. value out of my gaming. All right. Yield? So, I got, like I said at the beginning of the show, I got uh, Medieval, which I've been playing. Uh, and I got a GameStop $50 gift card, which I will probably use to pick up, like, Spider-Man Game of the Year Edition, or I'll use it to pick up Dragon Ball Z Kakarot that comes out here in a couple of weeks. I also got a, a $50 PSN card from my parents. So I will probably be getting uh, the uh, season pass for Str- uh, Strange Brigade because that's on the holiday sale. I'll probably pick up Hellblade, send you Sacrifice, because that's on the holiday sale as well, and I've been wanting to play it. So, yeah. that That's about all the the gaming swag I got. Uh, what did I get for Christmas? I got no video games for Christmas, but uh, the Sweet Mama D and the Goddess got me another Harley Quinn statue. That was nice. Yes. It's not the $6,000 statue that I wanted, but... Is it is it really authentic if it doesn't cost ten thousand dollars? Well, the one that I wanted was a life size that I wanted to put in our bedroom. Yeah, but then you wake up in the middle of the night and see Harley Quinn's creepy ass, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" and it scares you all the time. No, I, no I'm I'm in love with Harley Quinn. I I have uh, let's see. Well, you do realize that the goddess also has to sleep in that room too, right? Six, seven. There's ten Harley Quinns on my desk. Do you ever and think to yourself, ones, it's a bit much to have that many Harley Quinns. Like, one will suffice. No, I, I need at least, like, 15 more. Yeah, at least 15 more. What 
what is the, like, for a Harley Quinn statue, like, the most dope, badass, like, Harley Quinn statue you can think of, what is the top amount of money you would pay? $6,000. You wouldn't pay any more? Uh, I don't know. I haven't found one that costs more. Are we talking, like, I haven't seen cartoon Harley Quinn? I yeah, I don't like the new Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. I like the old animated. Series well, I mean, like, Harley there's Quinn. also the Arkham Asylum Harley Quinn. Yeah, but that that became she started getting more sexualized there too. I don't like the sexualized Harley Quinn. I just like the Harley Quinn. But you have a massive raging boner for Harley Quinn. Yes, because not only do I like the character, but I the the voice actress is fucking hot as hell. I love Tara Strong. That got awkward. You can say yes. that 184 <laughs> times. Alright, let's... <laughs> How did we get so off rails here? I, I, I don't know. So, Alex, what's your, what's your New Year's gaming resolution? There, I'll bring it back in. I mean, I guess Thank I really don't have all that much. Like, I'm just going to keep playing games that I enjoy playing. Um... I guess spend my money more wisely, which I've been doing in recent years, but I guess my number one resolution would be to, uh, at some point, stop playing Crash Team Racing, because while I like it a lot, playing it for the last six months is getting kind of, um, oh, a bit much, so I'm getting I'm getting a little bit tired, and I would like to, you know, go back to playing more Pokemon Shield. So I kind of wish, you know, it is maybe as, as much as the Crash community may not want to hear this, I kind of wish, like, the Rustlands is the last DLC for Crash Team Racing, or at least... For a bit, like I wish they would do, like see, have the the D, like the the Grand Prix last from January to February, or like take a break in January and release it in February, or just take some time off, so I can kind of step away from the game for a bit because it's it's a bit much to, to play it for that long. See, I, you see, Al- Alex is getting, or I feel Alex is paying because I'm the same way with ships, just about where I'm like, okay. I can freely focus totally on something else, and then they're like, oh, look, here's this campaign that you know you can complete, and it's like, oh, darn it, okay. I mean, I do really like, I mean, just, Rocket just League, I mean, we're in the time of the year when, like, everyone does holiday events, so you've got, like, a Halloween event, and there's, like, Christmas event to jump into, so, I mean, like, Rocket League is a good example of them, you know, adding new content, but you don't feel like you have to get it all. Um, you, yeah. It's time exclusive, yes, but you've got, like, plenty of time to do it, and really... I got everything I wanted within five days of playing, maybe, and I didn't play, like, all day and all night. You know, I maybe played for a couple hours, and I was able to buy at least one thing per day, so. That's all you need. So, I think Tricky walked away. Yo, do you have any resolutions? So, I do. Um, as always, I'm, I'm going to continue to try to chip away at my backlog. Um, which is hard to do, considering that every year, there's always at least five games that come out that I'm like, man, I'd really would like to play that. But I'm going to keep trying to chip away at my backlog, uh, finish some games that I started this year that I haven't quite yet platinumed them, like uh, Wreckfest and Jedi Fallen Order, Borderlands 3, get, get back into those games. And then um, I am going to try again. I fell short this year, but I'm going to try again to average... A platinum a month by the end of the year. You uh, you fell well short of that this year, sir. I did. I only got like three. I got one. So you're doing better than I am. Go. Okay. But that's what I'm going to try. 
And we'll have to give it some thought whether or not we get into this gaming backlog beatdown. I think that I am firmly in the camp of staying out of that beef. It, it sounds like you are. I do have a backlog, and it does need beat down. But the but the fact of losing points for picking up new games, I, I I'm I'm I am going to pick up new games. So maybe the uh, the points being subtracted shouldn't take place until after the competition, where if you've got a bunch of games on your backlog that you've accrued that you've you know bought, then maybe that should be taken off against you, but not right out of the gate. Uh, okay, I, I missed that part of the conversation. I had to step. Oh away. no, no, we were just talking about the backlog beatdown. Oh, so all that can be taken out of the show? I mean, not really. We probably, can leave it in there. yeah. You can leave it in there if you want. No, I just, I'm okay. Never mind. I was, I was talking about in, in a way that I can actually respond to what you guys were saying. Oh no, no. See, what we were doing while you, while you stepped away, was we were finishing. My, I was finishing my New Year's gaming resolution, and I was gotcha. talking that I would have to consider whether I want to throw my hat in this backlog beatdown. The main thing kind of deterring me from doing that because I have a backlog that does need beat down. <laughs> the thing keeping me from doing this is that there are games I'm going to pick up this year, and the fact of losing points because I'm already planning on picking up these games is deterring me from doing this. Well, okay, yes, but see, what's unfair to me, like I was saying before, is I get sent. <sighs> 20 codes a week. They're, they're mostly PC games from independent developers. Games that I have no interest in playing. And it's not fair that I get a negative 20 every week. That's why I propose the idea of if, if you start the game, then you get the negative. Oh, well, then I'll get the negative because I don't buy a new game. Most of the time, especially a, a brand new game, I don't buy it and then just throw it on the shelf. Most of my backlog is... The cheapy games. Oh, this game finally dropped in price. You know, I've been keeping my eye on it, but hey, you know what? I'll pick it up now. Yoink! Well, it's also worth noting, like, let's let's just say you get a Switch next year and you buy Crash Team Racing. That still counts as a new purchase. It's any game that you buy after after January 1st, 2020. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. So your uh, they're, backlog, they're, your backlog is only going to be games that you have already purchased before. Yeah, I know. 2019. I know. But what I'm saying is, I'm planning on buying like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I'm planning on probably getting Cyberpunk. I'm planning on getting the new Star Wars game when it drops. I'll get Ghost of Tsushima. We're already at four. Wait, you didn't get Star Wars already? The new Lego Star Wars isn't out yet. Oh, you said Star Wars. Okay, Lego Sorry, Star Wars. Sorry, the new Lego yeah. Star Wars. So we're already up to four, and I know there's probably another two or three out there that I'm forgetting that I haven't counted yet. Well, see, here's... here's I'm going to have to talk to Daryl and Kalai, because there's other factors that it, it really... Okay. They said that you get a point when you beat the game, and then you get a point when you either platinum or 100% the game. Yeah. Okay, so is there an option for a third point? Because say I beat Spider-Man, I get a point. You platinum. I get the man. I get the platinum. I get another point. Then I go through all the DLCs and I 100% the game. Is that a third point? Because you've hundred point. You you did the DLC. See that 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 that's a valuable option as well. But I'm but you see what I'm saying is that. 
there's already four to six games that I'm planning on buying this year. So. Okay. All right. Uh, my New Year's gaming resolution, I have one. And it's to take down, beat down, and take over the total platinum list. I'm coming so, for you, CJ. So, so you are going to get 600 platinums this year. That's my goal. Hold on here. Let me get the exact number as of right now. Now, see, I don't know if CJ got any new platinums. So on. I'm going to look up his. I'm going to look up his total platinums right now. All right, you do that. Because we were at 902 as of two weeks ago. I'm sure that has grown. Platinum count right now is 912. So he's at 912. And you are at 229. So as of so as of December 29th, you have to get 683 platinums. Okay. So now here's my question for you. That's what you're saying. No, no, I'm just clarifying. That's what you're you saying. You have to jump well, like 45 I, levels to match CJ. Well, I can only go up 45 levels. Well, technically 46. Uh, but now, okay, what I was saying was I was going to pass CJ in Platinums. Are you are you modifying that, that I have to get nine, a total of 913 or I have to pass him completely? No, you have to pass him completely. All right, so right now I'm how many Platinums behind him? You're 683 Platinums behind him as of recording right now. Okay. Uh, CJ, I'm coming for you, buddy. Ooh, that's a steep mountain to climb in a year. All right, well, before we move on, we got to answer some questions from the Facebook group. Yeah, well, do we really have to? Yes. Well, okay. So, Daryl asks, why is Death Stranding so good? Tricky. Why is it so good? Uh, the story is very, 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 very compelling. Very, 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 very compelling. I wish you guys actually played the game because I want to be able to talk about it. And I know we're going to be doing the PG spoilers on it. But in typical Kojima fashion, he has lumped real world situations into the game. All right. Andrew asks, uh, has anyone here played Kingdom Come Deliverance? I have not. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately, Andrew, we can't answer your question then because none of us have played that game. Um, but actually, we'll pose the we'll pose the question to the the, uh, the listeners. Any, if anyone has played Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, Andrew wants to know: Do you think this in depth, hyper story driven style of game could work in a sci fi setting? It would it be interesting? Something you would be interested in? So, if you have played the game, please you know write in or whatever you know write in the Facebook group to uh, and give us an answer on that. Daryl asks: If you were on the show Naked and Afraid, would you eat a spider to survive? I don't really think a spider would fill you up or satisfy me, but if it, the choice is, hey, either you eat the spider or you're going to die, I would eat the spider. Yield? I don't th- I don't think I'd be on the show. Tricky? Uh, I'm not answering. Well, that's a no, right? That's a no. It's a big no. Hell for what no. If, what if you, like, we put it in, like, like, it was like pilling a dog, <clears throat> like putting a pill in a piece of cheese. Like, what if we had, like, the only way that you would ever get a spider anywhere near me is if you tricked me and I did not see it. Would you eat a gummy spider? 
No. A gummy spider? A candy no. spider? You're Not ridiculous. Happiness. You and your ten Harley Quinns on that desk. You're fucking absurd. Uh, Daryl also asks, what is the best wrestling theme song of all time, and why is it glorious Bobby Roode's theme song? Uh, it is not glorious. Yeah, I, I, I concur. Look, okay, I'm going to uh, say this. There's only, like, one answer, I think. Especially if you grew up during the time period we did. Now, like, not, not even considering not this person or his ability to wrestle, but, like, the song Real American, from like, Hulk Hogan's theme song from Rick Derringer, that's the best one of all time. Okay, can I, can I modify the question a little bit? It's Daryl's question. He, How are you he, modifying it? Well, he asked, what is the best wrestling theme song? Um, I want to modify it just to say, who's who, who has the best entrance of all time? Wait, we're talking about the theme song, not the entrance. We're not talking about the theatrics, the, the song. Well, I'm modifying it because my answer is The Undertaker. Because I think with his entrance... The song it makes it the greatest song ever, even though it's not really a song. I would also like to add that my favorite song, or at least of the current generation, is Ty Dillinger's 10, even though he's now using a different theme song in AEW. Ah, I, I never really liked that. Well, you're a fool. Uh, Yield, what's your answer, sir? Well, I... While he's thinking, uh, the, other, the other song well, that I, I want to give... I've got, well, I've got several. Too. Go ahead. Uh... uh is I really like Sanity's theme when they came out when NXT. Yeah, too bad they're all broken up now. Yeah, I mean Nikki Cross is using it in a variant, but this is basically the same theme. I I liked uh, Hardy Boys. I liked Too Cool. Picking on uh, the Attitude Era tag teams. I am. I like Stone Cold's, and I like the. Uh, rocks, but not the Hollywood rock. I like the before that. What about uh, HBK? Nah, it's okay. I'm, I'll, I'll... I mean, if we're going to sit here and just I like list him. off I like him great as a... theme songs, I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Demolition, Mr. Perfect. I even love the remix they did for Curtis Axel of his dad's theme. Uh, so Curtis Axel's Reborn was a really good one, too. Legion of Doom. Yep. All right. So, all right. Let's, Texas we, Tornado. All right. Let's let before we move on and close out the show. Uh, just rapid fire. Name it. Just say your answer right off the top of your head. Yield. Whose music would get you more hype? Stone Cold. Rock. Oh, or Stone sorry. Cold. Stone Cold. Alex? Yeah, Stone Cold. Once that that glass broke, like everything, all bets were off and people just went nuts. Well, the phrase was, once you hear the glass, that's your ass. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's close out the show with some housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up and let's get this broken glass off the floor. Because Stone Cold said so. Uh... Brewergame.com. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna make another segment, and I was gonna derail the show, and I decided not to. But I just did anyway. Brewergame.com is looking for some various podcasts, and videos, news, sports, and generalized help with the site. If you're interested, apply. Go to Brewergame.com. Click on the Help Watch tab and fill out the application. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all the articles and all the videos. Well, not really articles. No, no articles have been posted in like months, but videos are there. Just, YouTube, just listen to the TV. podcasts. 
Hey. Go to Proving Gamer. We need clicks. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, there are several ways to just get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number. Alex, what's the phone number? 330-PROVEN-9. 330-776. Um, 184. And zero. <laughs> I got the 776 part I, right. Yeah. 8369. 776-8369. <laughs> Stop cheating for him, Yield. Hey, I'm helping a brother out. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you did write 8369. Also, if you... If you really want to help somebody out, you know, go watch yourselves. Go to YouTube and watch Coco Beware's Pile Driver music video. Send us an email at the Tory Memorial email, trophyviewers at provinggamer.com. And you can contact us on Twitter and contact the site at trophyviewers, or the, at Proving Gamer, the show at trophyviewers, at me at Tricky Mick, Alex at Saunders, Saunders Rex, and Yield and I Yield to I no need to one. know that you're going to go watch that video, Tricky. I'm not. Have you ever seen it? Probably not. Go watch it. Yield, are you going to? Okay, what is it? I'll Coco go look Beware's right Pile now. Driver. It's a the- it's a video. It's a music video featuring like all like like wrestlers from the eighties and Vince McMahon himself. If you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Be sure to listen to our other podcasts, PG Spoilers and Game Stuff. All the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, tune in. And you can listen to uh, iHeartRadio and Spotify, and you can listen to Trophy Horse on Pandora. Man, we've got to be on like 45 different streaming services at this point. Yeah, and you know what? It's actually a lot more when I, you know, I know you guys hear me, uh, if you don't tune me out by this point, when I say all the various podcast applications on your smart devices, it's because I, without even submitting them, they get put into like Podcast Addict and all the other ones. So, like, they're all in the apps. If you have an RSS reader, it's in there. Um, but I don't have control over that. I just have control over the main feed. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and we're also on. Oh, uh, God, I forget the name of it. Deezer. Like Weezer with a D. Weezer. Yeah, they, we look just like Buddy Holly. Yes. Uh, PlayStation Four. Beverly Hills. There's one for the site, Proof of Gamer. There's one for the show called T-Dubs Brothel uh, because Shuhei won't let us say whores on the network. Yield of all Weezer yeah. songs, you had to pick one of their worst ones. Which one? Buddy Holly? Beverly Hills. Oh, Beverly Hills. Uh. And Yield's group, the Platinum Guild, went to guarantee for the last show of the year he forgot to get his shout-outs ready. You know, I did. You we'll did kick it. Well, no, no, because the month's not over with. So we'll start the new year with last year's shout outs. Well, technically, this show is coming out on January 1st. Yeah, but what if somebody gets, no. like, in between now when we finish recording and you edit, what if somebody gets a platinum and post it and, sh- and Yield just wants yeah. to give that person credit as part of this year? Exactly. That, that they should have had a look. They should have got popped it before the 29th. Look, nah. whether We're Yield good. has to read off 20 names or 10,010 names, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Sponsors. Sponsors. Guys, Guys, I'm really tired. I'm starting to fall asleep here. I apologize. Uh, So are listeners. Sponsors. Yeah, well, they have to listen to your voice the whole time. Not all the time. You usually complain about how much I talk or don't talk. Because you don't talk. Punk ass. 
I don't care about, I don't care about controllers. Yeah, I don't give a shit about controllers. I'm not over here jerking uh, my dick over a controller like you, Tricky. Okay, well, <laughs> this, this is going to be a really bad transition, but Alex, tell us about Extra Life. Extra Life is an really annual charity transition. event that benefits the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. If you want more information or you want to sign up, you can go to extra-life.org. Basically, every year, um, like once a year, a Saturday in a year, they pick out a certain day where you play video games for 24 or 25 hours. It's part of a gaming marathon, and you get people to sponsor your marathon, and all the money that you collect, all the donations you get, go to the Children's Miracle Network hospital that you've opted to represent. Again, the most important thing you can say to people who are going to donate is that 100% of the donations go to the Children's Miracle Network hospital. Uh, the motto for Extra Life is play games, heal kids, and it is the ultimate win-win situation that we have ever, ever conceived in the history of the Earth. Again, go to extra-life.org to sign up or get more information. All right. I'm trying to look up to see how much money they, we've raised this year so far. Uh, Normally they, like, just have like one spot they put it. Uh, I think the last one I saw was thirteen million. Uh, we're gonna go with thirteen million for right now. Uh, Yo, tell us about Humble Bundle. So Humble Bundle offers. You know what? That was a totally bad way to get to get the bad start to that. So. If you go to HumbleBundle.com, they offer bundles of PC games, occasionally console games, comic books, books in general, and you can go there and you can donate any certain amount of money and you get a bundle of games or books or whatever. So it's pretty cool. They're hooked up with, uh, well, I think they are hooked up with Extra Life. But it also, it goes to, you can direct the money to a charity of your choosing. Or a charity that they're hooked up with. I'll put it that way. I shouldn't say of, their, of your choosing. All right. Uh, Patreon. Patreon.com backslash uh, Gamer. Uh, there's different tiers going up. There's going to be some tiers going up for the first of the year. Uh, including a new podcast that I'm going to be doing, which is going to be a Patreon exclusive. The only way you're going to be able to hear it is subscribing at a certain tier. Uh, we are currently working out the details to see how much we want to charge for that tier. Uh, we're not going to make it too expensive. We're thinking like maybe like five ten dollars a month. Uh, and Amazon, if you couldn't would each and every time you shop it on Amazon, please stop by Proving Gamer first. Click on any Amazon link and continue to do normal shopping. Doesn't cost you anything extra and does help out the site tremendously. With that being said, let's close out the show with some shout outs. You'll start us off. So I would like to give a shout out to the contributors to N- N4G and the riders of IGN, where I was able to grab uh, the topics that we talked about this week. Give a shout-out to Tricky and Alex for recording tonight. A shout-out to CJ for filling in uh, the week before Christmas while I was celebrating Christmas with the in-laws. And a shout-out to all the pimps and mouths of the whoredom. Hope you had a great Christmas. Hopefully that the new year rings in very well for you. And that'll do it for me this week. I'll keep it short and sweet. Alex? 
Shout out to the listeners, the fuel to the fire that is Trophy Horse. Thank you all for continuing to support the show and push us to even greater heights. We cannot even convey how much we appreciate you all. Shout out to CJ for an awesome show last episode. Shout out to Yield for always sending the Christmas cards and the PSN cards. And a shout out to Tricky for uh, for joining us this week. Shout out to uh, Tricky's dog, Bella, who loved making a lot of noise this week, which will make an extra fun edit for him. Uh, also, a shout out to Daryl's Trophies, which I scattered throughout this show. Good luck editing those out, Tricky. Uh, and last but not least, a shout out to my awesome girlfriend, Ashley. I love you, honey. And uh, yeah, that'll be it. All right. Finally found the total uh, to date. Extra Life this year has raised $14 million. So wow. That's insane. Uh, shout out to the goddess. Shout out to Sweet Mamba D, who, uh, yeah, continues to drive my life crazy. Shout out to uh, George Lucas and for creating Star Wars. Uh, and that's it. So until next week, happy trophy hunting. Peace out. Later. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines.